This is Bangarang Radio, a podcast network. For more shows, visit bangarangradio.com. I'm going out, I gotta go. I'll bang a rang on the radio. So turn it up, I'm telling you. I think I'm ready for something new. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet ya. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet ya. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. You're listening to Pop Punk and Pizza on Bangarang Radio. Hey, hey, what is going on? It is Monday, August 6th of 2018. It's Jacques Lamour, your host, back from an awesome weekend. I, uh, As you've heard me mention many times on the show, I play in a Green Day tribute band called St. Jimmy here in the uh, Chicagoland area, and we played a private birthday party, and it was super hot. But thank God there was a breeze, because otherwise it would have been unbearable. Most of the band was actually in the, in the shade, except for the drummer and I. And during the parts where I actually didn't have to do any backing vocals or anything, I kind of ducked under a tree. So I got saved just a little bit, but I still uh, got a little red. Not too sunburnt. The drummer, however, Phil, our drummer who was playing with us, he, is, he looks kind of like a lobster probably today. Because he looked a little bit like a lobster yesterday, so <laughs> hope uh, he's doing well. But the best part of the party, which I didn't know they were having this, was they had Giordano's Pizza at the party. So, I mean, what could be better? Or, or I can't think of anything that uh, that is better than that. Punk rock and pizza. It was great. So, hope your weekend was equally as great. Um, you know, we've only been back for a week. This is only the second week of this brand new schedule we're doing here at Pop Punk and Pizza, and there's already been so many exciting things happening uh, for this this podcast already. There's been so much uh, positive feedback about the show. A lot of people have been reaching out to me. A lot of people that I never thought would uh, reach out to me have done that, so... I just want to say once again, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for listening to this podcast and supporting the show in any way, shape, or form, because it really does mean the world to me. I I really enjoy doing this podcast and spending time with you each uh, day of the week now, and I'm glad to see that there's other people out there that enjoy it just as much as I do. So, St. Jimmy, who I just mentioned, the Green Day Tribute Band, we do have a show coming up. Uh, Saturday, August 18th at Base Camp Pub Pub and Eatery in Lyle. It's going to be our last show for a while. So if you're in the Chicagoland area and you've been wanting to come out to see us, it's going to be your chance because I'm not sure when we're going to be resuming shows exactly. It might be in the winter, but I'm not so sure on that. So we're playing this huge 90s Palooza Fest at Base Camp Pub and Eatery in Lyle. And you can go to the uh, St. Jimmy Facebook page to get tickets and find out more info about it. But it's pretty much a tribute to Lollapalooza in the 1990s. So in its heyday. Uh, Well, I don't know if I want to say heyday, because it still does pretty well to this day. It's just obviously not the same, because music has changed just like it always is. So there's that, and make sure you snag. I still have some Pop Punk and Pizza Podcast t-shirts for sale on bangerangradio.com so buy one of those we'll get a little uh, funding here at uh, Pop Punk and Pizza much appreciated I'm somewhere down the road I'll get some more and I'm going to get a different color right now it's a white t-shirt I'll probably get maybe black or or like a dark navy 
blue, something along those lines. So the big topic on today's show is going to be the Vans Warped Tour. It's kind of hard not to talk about it since it just ended yesterday, uh, Sunday, August 5th, and down in Florida. So there's been, I mean, everybody in the scene has been talking about it. And as I said, it's hard not to. So what we're going to be doing here on the show today, there's been three episodes that have heavily focused on the Vans Warped Tour. And I'm going to play a couple snippets for you from each one of those episodes. And if you enjoy that little snippet, then you can go back and listen to that full episode. So these are just... Um, snippets of, of interviews where we've shared some cool warped uh, warped memories, as I'd like to call it. So we're just reminiscing and being very thankful and very grateful for the 24 summers that Kevin Lyman of the Vans Warped Tour has provided all of us. Um, the Warped Tour obviously has done so much for, for so many. So that's what we're going to be doing today, paying tribute to the uh, Vans Warped Tour by sharing Warped memories that have already been shared on the show technically before. So, um, but before we uh, before we do that, we're actually going to get to music today. I don't have a lot of time to play music, but I always will promise to play at least one song that gets emailed to me. And this is one of the many that I've uh, been combing through. We're going over to the UK today. We haven't played anything from the UK in a while or in any uh, foreign country. This one was shot to me several months ago by a band called Invade the Arcade, a song called um, I Call Shotgun. It's from their their latest EP. It came out just this last June. It's called It Only Took Seven Years. And coming up Sunday, August 19th, they're actually opening up for Mest at Red Drum in Stanford, United Kingdom. That's going to be... Um, yeah, I said the date already, didn't I? Sunday, August 19th. So that's not this Sunday, but next Sunday. So if you're over in the UK, you can check out Mest, and you can also check out these guys. And I specifically wanted to mention that because obviously Mest is from my hometown area of the Chicagoland area, and my band, uh, my old band, The Projection, got to open up for them. Gosh, I think that was four. It was four years ago already, which is super hard to believe. So anyway... This is Invade the Arcade, I Call Shotgun.
Invade the Arcade, I call Shotgun here on Pop Punk and Pizza. All the way across the pond there. If you like what you hear, you can get their latest EP. It only took seven years. You can get links and all that to uh, invadetharcade.co.uk. I do know it's on Spotify because I just, just looked that up just now while the song was playing. I'm sure it's available pretty much anywhere for streaming online. Most music is nowadays, right? That's the beauty of uh, living in the modern uh, the modern age, I would say. So show them some support if you're over in the Stanford area in the UK. They are playing with Mest Sunday, August 19th. That's a week from this coming Sunday. All right, let's get to our tribute to the Vans Warp Tour. So yesterday was the final day of the cross-country version of the Vans Warp Tour. It ended in West Palm Beach, Florida, and they had posted this on all, all of their social media pages at the end of the day, saying, Thank you, West Palm Beach. What can we say? We ended the way we began with Kevin Lyman himself and Pennywise. They actually closed out the show last night, which I thought was... A wonderful way to go out, considering they were a part of it since the beginning. The Warp Tour has always been about ethos of community and family. We've had each other's backs through sunny, sold-out shows and torrential storms, through late-night barbecues that lifted our spirits and the loss of close friends. So now we give this tour to the fans. Take the spirit of Warped with you into your lives and do great things. Build each other up. Engage in philanthropic endeavors and never forget your roots. Thank you for 24 summers of the best day ever. And with that post came a bunch of amazing pictures from the... Looks like all of them are from the final show, the final Warp Tour yesterday. There's some of Newfound Glory there. And of course, Pennywise there set as well with Kevin Lyman in some of the shots. It kind of... Um, it it, it kind of hits you in a certain way. It definitely makes you feel emotional because everyone has so many um, memories attached to the Vans Warp Tour in one shape or another as fans, as people behind the scenes, as people playing the shows. There's just a lot of, a lot of memories wrapped up in there. And I wanted to go through some of them that we've shared here on the podcast before. Now, you've heard me probably mention this many times on the show, if you've listened before, that the previous band I was in, called The Projection for many years, did get a chance to play the Vans Warped Tour 10 years ago. And on episode 32 of Pop Punk and Pizza, I sat down with the lead guitarist, Brett Buttle, and we shared our memories and our favorite stories from just that one day we played outside of Indianapolis in a town called Noblesville, Indiana is where they usually host the uh, Indiana Warp Tour. And um, this story to this day cracks me up. Brett's got to meet one of his idols at the time and, and still is at Van's Warp Tour, but didn't realize that's who he met at the time. So this is just a little clip from episode 32. <laughs> So I, I have a story in which I met uh, an idol of mine. I was okay. That's that's one of the things I wanted to ask you because yeah. I've told this story yeah. on 
Pop Punk and Pete's. Oh, uh, have you? Yeah. Okay. And I, I, and I'm sure I probably told it more than once. And I've told, I've just told people in general. Yeah. And I'm like hoping that okay, I'm hoping I'm getting this story right. So I'm let's curious, see if I am getting I'm it right. If so it's the same story. I'm hoping it's the same story. Okay. So okay, so go ahead and tell well, your story about the idol that you met yes. at Warp Tour. Uh, it was, uh, it was me and Matt Weed. Okay. We were <laughs> we I were, think this is I think I'm getting this right. I'm yet. pretty sure. So I we we had big fancy amps. Um mine was a Marshall half stack. I think we both used the yeah, same. Yeah, but model we just had the stack. head. We didn't have to bring the cabs. Remember, right. They supplied the cabs. And in yeah, fact that sounds right. in fact they actually supplied the heads too. We didn't even have to bring that. I think we brought it. I, and I didn't think, end up using it, really? No, yeah. We brought all that hmm. we brought our heads and Austin brought extra drum stuff. And maybe we right. just did that just in case, or someone told us that and we weren't supposed to, I don't remember. <clears throat> but anyway, that's besides this. Yeah, well it's funny <laughs> because then I must be misremembering this part because in my head I am carrying my half stack in this story <laughs> maybe uh, we maybe we did bring th- one cab I, I thought we, maybe we did I don't remember but maybe we did I regardless I do I remember we have we certainly had our amp heads yes that's definitely sure. true yeah. so if nothing else I can say it definitively Matt was helping me carry something very heavy. <laughs> yes. It could have been yeah. drum hardware. Could have been drum. Actually, it might have been. It could have been like some, Austin's it was some, bass it was head. Just, or, or <clears> the reason why it was so heavy drum. is because we had to walk so far. Right. And, you know, we didn't have like a cart or anything right. like that. I mean, we, we played once a weekend, every weekend for uh, yeah. at least once a weekend every weekend for forever so mm-hmm. i'm we are used to schlepping gear that yeah, wasn't the issue not it that. was that we had to literally carry it miles <laughs> so matt was like all right yeah i'll help you and we we're both like oh, fucking god <laughs> carrying this whatever equipment it was and uh and as we're walking somebody comes up to me with like big floppy hair and says hey you guys need any help with this and i'm in an awful mood because i had just carried a bunch of equipment a mile and knew I had to go another mile and it was fucking humid <laughs> and, it was, and sticky I remember I don't remember how hot it was I remember I was very sweaty though and I'm a man that sweats a lot to begin with um and so this guy comes up says oh hey you guys need help and I'm and I'm barely looking at him I'm like no we're fine we're fine <laughs> <laughs> and then, <laughs> then me and Matt were like, oh, okay, no worries. Sorry, I have a good one, guys. And then, like, he leaves, and then me and Matt continue to carry the thing. And then we go another quarter mile, and then Matt goes, do you know what that dude was? And I'm like, no, I, who was it, Matt? And Matt goes, that was Justin Pierre from Motion City Soundtrack. And I'm like, God. <laughs> Uh, that's the story I remember, except okay. I thought he actually helped you guys. No, we, he didn't end up... He, he offered. I, okay, yeah. I didn't see... That's the thing I said. Yeah. I said, oh, yeah, he ended up helping yeah. the guys put this stuff in the van. If if I was so, less of an idiot, he would have. So so the version I've been telling, I mean, is is just not completely accurate, but at right. least I had the artist, right? right. Yes. No, it was definitely Justin Pierre of Most yeah. of City Soundtrack. Um, I was an, an idiot and a jerk. And, well, in my defense, I, I was hot you really and frustrated. really yourself at that time because I you... was so angry because you were a big fan of motion city at yeah that time. I, I, and we ended up watching their damn yeah we um we ended up watching their their, their uh, set that day i remember yeah it was towards the end of the day right once again an excerpt from episode 32 of pop punk and pizza podcast brett buttle who played lead guitar in the projection 
for the one date that we played a Vans Warp Tour back, as I said, in, in 2008 on the Kevin Says stage. There's a lot more stories to go along with that one, my friend. So if you want to hear some good laughs, uh, you can definitely listen to uh, episode 32. The next one, Warp Tour Memory Up, comes from Warp to Rewind, actually, last year. They did a, a cruise. I don't know if you remember. You probably remember this since it was just a year ago, but they took out some of Warp Tour's most well-known bands that have played the, the actual cross-country tour several times, and they put them on a ship for so many days, and they had a blast. Well, I got the chance to sit down with Velicity, who is one of the lucky small independent bands that won a slot on that cruise, and they shared their story about meeting one of their idols, uh, Dan from Story of the Year, and how they actually got to perform with him on stage for one song. I believe it was the last night of the cruise, but let's, let's listen to that excerpt. This is an excerpt from episode 37 of Pop Punk Pizza. Dan Marsala, Story of the Year. Um, absolute legend one of our one of our heroes like just got to hang out with him he actually came and performed a song with us um on that on that show i saw uh, that how did that uh, uh, how did that come about so <laughs> we the first day we were like we had this idea we're like the goal of this cruise is to get a a musician a famous musician to perform a song with us like we gotta talk them into it and they will know it wouldn't be too hard because everyone's just screaming the whole time so if you go to the casino you're like, oh, there's Mayday Parade, and there's uh, Good Charlotte, or there's, you know, Bowling for Soup, or there's, you know, all these bands just hanging out, having fun, because you're on a cruise ship, like, they're enjoying it as much as the guests are, like, honestly, so, we're like, we got asked by the, the people who run the cruise, that like, on the final day of the cruise, um, we're asking all the bands that want to partake to come do, we're kind of doing, like, an open mic type thing, every band can come up and perform a cover song, and you can cover song, any song you want, but it's uh, it was on Halloween night, so they wanted it to be... Uh, the pool deck as well. It was also the pool deck, the main crazy. stage, and they wanted you to cover a song of someone who inspired you who has passed away, so they called it, like, The Dead Will Rock Again. Oh. So us, being rock, like, us being the youngest band on the on the cruise and the band that inspired us, and with the past year, we were like, well, can we do Wake Apart? Because that's, like, a no-brainer for us. And they're like, that would be amazing. So when we got on the boat and we're like, had this in the back of our head, like, you know, we want to have someone, a musician we love, come perform with us. It's like Dan Marsala's story of the year is the obvious choice because not to mention he's the only person on the boat who actually toured with Lincoln Park. Like, Lincoln Park brought story of the year out on their first world, uh, first, like, U.S. tour. And uh, back in the day, they would invite Dan and, and, the, and the other opening band to come out and do, do the final song with them. Oh, okay. Um, which, was always, which was always one step closer on that tour. So we went to Dan and we told him like that we knew that like hey man I we were at that show it was like Scuba's Bank, Lincoln Park, and Story of the Year and like we we're like we're doing a tribute to Chester you know on the final day of the show like if you're would you want to come do it again like come come do the tribute with us and he was kind of bummed that he didn't get to go to the uh, L.A. tribute show because it was actually on the same weekend as the cruise oh so we kind of teamed up and we asked him like. And he was like, yeah, I'll definitely do it. And so we kind of just made sure we found him every single day. And like, it reminded him, like, hey, on uh, Tuesday, <laughs> don't Tuesday forget. we're doing it, right? And he was like, yeah, man, we're going to do it. We're like in the casino and we're like, hey, Dan, are you still going to do it? He's like, yeah. 
we were doing hand stuff, and then I swear to God, it was like a movie, like it was at the buzzer. Like it was, too, oh. we're like, we're like about to go on. They're like, you guys are up next. And we're like, don't see Dan anywhere. Like, so he checked it, and then he was gone. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. At this point, I expected to go on stage. It was just us. I wasn't expecting Dan yeah. to come because it was, it was that close. It was like at a movie, like at the buzzer. He just walked up, ready to go. He's like, let's do it. <laughs> like you're doing this part, I'm doing this part. You're doing this. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds good. Wow. And I was like, holy shit. Just make sure I get my part right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I would have been shaken. So, I would have been. My was, my fingers we all, would have been like, shaken. I mean, and yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, for me, me playing all the shows we've done, I don't get too nervous anymore. But I was extremely nervous to like not mess up the song with like do not, do not make him look bad. Like if we all messed up and made him look bad. Like I would never lose myself. And you'd be like. These guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you did you pull it off? Did you guys pull it off? It went over amazing, and he hung out with us for probably a half hour, and we all took shots, right. and he talked to us about the industry. He gave us his phone number. He's like, if you ever wanted, like, you know, if you have any questions for me, like, you know, and we just talked, man, and he was super genuine, super down to earth. I mean, Dan Marsal is such an incredi- incredibly humble person. Like, to, just to take that time... For a, an up and coming local band, and just take that time and actually do this song with them, um, it just made me see him in a new light, and just made me know uh, everything came into fruition of why I love Story of the Year so much. And yeah, it was just it was a dream come true. Yeah, yeah. Talk about dream come true. That too, like <laughs> this, yeah. this year, like getting to getting to perform on the main stage of, of Warp Rewind, like. 2,000 people who are all there because they love Warp Tour and you're performing with one of your heroes who has played 10 Warp Tours and crazy. Uh, he, he's like, yeah, I'm going to come on stage and we're going to do a tribute to a band that we all grew up listening to. Like, it was just like totally magical. Like, it was awesome. An excerpt from episode 37 with Velicity sharing one of their memories of Warp Tour, talking about Warped Rewind or Warped at Sea uh, last year. I wish I could have gone to that. I actually knew one person that went, and I just don't have that kind of money. <laughs> now that uh, now that I have a, a son and uh, other priorities, I just don't have that kind of money. But it was a really good episode hearing them talk about their Warp Tour stories and just as a band. I know they Velicity was just down the road, and they were in Chicago not too long ago. But uh, definitely give them some love and listen to episode 37 of pop punk and pizza so i saved the best for last earlier this year i got to interview chris demakes from less than jake he's one of the lead vocalists because if you're a less than jake fan you know that him and roger kind of share those responsibilities but chris's vocals and guitar and when they were playing concord music hall in february of this last year in chicago or earlier this year in chicago I got a chance to hop on the tour bus and talk to him a little bit. And how could I not talk to him about the Vans Warp Tour, especially with the final one happening this summer? Because less than Jake, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure I'm correct on this, and he confirmed this in the interview, they've played the most dates on Vans Warp Tour out of any band ever. And that's from the start of it to the end of it. They've played... I want to say at least 400 shows. It was a lot, a lot of shows. And that's not just for the U.S. version. That's including the the cruise. There's also, there was a couple years or more where they did 
versions of Warp Tour in Europe and Australia. So all of that stuff combined, they've played hundreds of dates on the Vans Warp Tour. So let's uh, get to episode 42. This is a little excerpt with Chris Demakes of Less Than Jake. It was the greatest tour that a band like ours could have done in the 90s. I mean, it was essentially a, a ska and punk tour back then. All the kids that were into the culture, uh, they were skateboarding out there. They had the motocross out there, and it was just like, I don't know. It was it was the best thing that we audience we could have possibly gotten in front of, and it did it did wonders for us. Um, you know, as far as stories go, my God, I know there's um, a billion of them. But well, going back to the first tour, you know, there was only about probably bands and crew included maybe 250 300 people and there was only like maybe three that attended three or, or four stages no i meant like oh, with, with production and bands you have okay. crew and it's grown now to like 12 or 1300 people that are out there wow that's you know that's what it's been probably since like i don't know 2002 or three or something like that but mm-hmm. in the first couple of years it was a way smaller thing and it just kept growing and kept growing and the, that first year they had a uh, they were operating the catering out of literally it was like an ice cream truck <laughs> And these two dudes would make food all day for the whole tour. And I come around the corner one day, and one of the cooks, up to his armpit, is stirring Kool-Aid in a five-gallon bucket with his arm. And that's what people were drinking. I didn't drink any more Kool-Aid, to say the least. After that? After that, that was about it. You can imagine, like, the sweat. Yeah. On his arm because 110 degree warp tour yeah, weather. Yeah, every every single warp tour is usually hot as hell, no matter where you're at, because it's in the summertime. Right. So no matter where you're at in the country, it's usually pretty hot, humid, depending yeah. on. It's been a just it's an interesting tour. We've seen so many bands literally take off completely after they do the tour. Like Eminem was out there one year, and and two months later he was the biggest thing ever. You know and. Same thing with Kid Rock, Black Eyed Peas. There were so many acts that got, you know, I don't want to say a start on Warp Tour, but they, they were on the cusp of breaking when they did that tour. Yeah. it it's uh, I completely forgot about some of those that you just mentioned. Yeah. Uh, another one is Katy Perry, of course, in, in like right. later years. Mm-hmm. The one year that the band I was in when I was 18, we got to play one date of Warp Tour, and it was the year that she was on. And I remember my drummer was watching her backstage while she was playing. And it's just kind of like that's not kind of pervy, <laughs> just a little, <laughs> just a little. I was just staring at her like an hour while she was stretching. <laughs> I mean, how could you not? You know, she's <laughs> fucking gorgeous. Um, but uh, and with he was with his girlfriend, so I don't okay. know how much that counts. <laughs> I don't know how pervy it actually got. I wish I was there, but yeah, it's just it is. It's amazing because we we kind of we forget about those artists that aren't in the typical punk form right well you know and it it turned into something completely different than what it first started you know it was like predominantly punk and ska and then it just it had to grow it couldn't just stay that Mm -hmm. you know people gave kevin lyman a lot of grief over there's a warp tour isn't what it was 10 years ago yeah well nothing's like it was 10 years ago an excerpt from episode 42 of pop punk and pizza podcast with chris demanks lead vocalist of less than jake Please go listen to that full episode. It was a great interview, and and I'm still to this day very thankful and grateful and honored that I got to have him on the podcast. There are really no words to describe what Vans Warped Tour means to all of us, but I thought we we could at least go back and, and share some of those memories. So I hope you enjoyed that, and I hope you go back to listen to those uh, episodes of Pop Punk and Pizza podcast. And that's all we have time for today. I am 
Jacques Lamour, your host, please reach out to us on social media, Pop Punk Pizza Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Or actually, that's Facebook and Instagram. Twitter is Pop Punk Pizza Pod. I'm actually going to be changing those here down the line to make it all the same handle. But yeah, hit us up, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Bangerang Radio as well, Facebook and Twitter is at Bangerang Radio. My personal Twitter account is on air with JL. And also, if you're in a band, you want your music played on the show, or you want an interview on the show, please submit those inquiries and links to your music, or you can attach MP3s as well. I don't really have a preference as long as it's something for me to click on and I can easily listen to it. Send those to bangerangradio at gmail.com. EPKs, press pages, all that stuff is super helpful. As much information about your band as possible. And now I can't always guarantee that I'm going to play your music on the show or that I can get an interview with you on the show because I'm either not always able to or I'm not always interested in the music. And and that's not to be a snob. It's just I I want to be true true to myself and I want to truly... Uh, I don't want either one of us to waste our time, right? So, bangerangradio at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. So, uh, get those in ASAP. And if you don't hear from me for a while, go ahead and and send me another email, because it does take me some time to get through it, especially since we're doing shows five days a week now. I've been getting more emails. So, it just takes takes me a while to uh, get through some of that. Now, tomorrow, we are going to have a special guest on the show, Vincent of Innocent Tyler out of Texas is going to be on the show. We're going to talk about how he's affiliated with Bowling for Soup and the Dolly Rots. He's got a a cool story. I'm I'm looking forward to uh, hearing all about Innocent Tyler. And then uh, coming up on Wednesday, Robert Biskowski. I'm not even sure if that's how you pronounce Robert's last name, and I feel bad for just butchering it now because I know he listens to this show. But uh, he's from a band out of Chicago here called Bury Me in Lights. He's going to be on the show Wednesday. So that's what we have to look forward to uh, for... That's August 8th. Obviously, tomorrow is August 7th. So I've been getting some really good interviews uh, landed here on the show. So thank you for that, and uh, thank you once again for every everyone's love and support. We'll be back tomorrow talking with uh, Vincent of Innocent Tyler. Enjoy the rest of your day. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet you. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet you. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza.